White wine is a little sweet. Like I can maybe I can take a glass, but I'm like, yeah. I don't even drink that much. I don't know. Like I, I never like want to go like, hey, let's get hammered. I don't think the wine content is that high, the alcohol content. It's both not high enough alcohol content and yeah. too expensive to drink in that way. Yeah, I mean... It's my guess as a non I don't think there's drinker. people who like go into a wine bar like, hey, dudes, let's get fucked up. But, hey, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on in people's lives. I don't know what they're going to do. If you go back in time to the improv community like four or five years ago, yeah, there was somebody named Ashley Rice, and I think she was a wine connoisseur. You could ask her... If you go back in time. Okay. I'll go back in time. Four or five years ago? Yeah. Okay. Or you could like move to California or wherever she is now. Okay. Uh, well, I I want to do uh, my introduction here. Welcome to the Alex Kramer program where me, an introverted man, talks to very interesting people that I know in my life. And I am sitting here with uh, Pierce Johnson. Hey. Talk. Don't. Hello, don't. Alex. <laughs> don't make this weird. Oh, yeah, but it's been like a year since I've like talked to you in person. Probably also a year since you've talked to me in any other form as well. <laughs> oh yeah, and all the forms of communication, it's been a year. Yeah, but I, I, I we're still Facebook friends if that means anything. We're like uh, it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Uh, what do you do now? Are you still farming? Uh, no, I have not farmed. I just have a nice plot of weeds growing this season. Oh, really? I thought you were, like, were growing, like, uh, vegetables and, uh, going to, like, you know, flea markets and, uh... Uh, well, not quite. I was at a farmer's market, but... Oh, farmer's market. Yeah. Okay. See, no, see, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, a farmer's market. Flea well, market get, is completely different. That's where you get fleas. Yeah, you, you buy fleas at the flea market, and then you buy farm stuff at a farm yeah, market. you can get fleas <laughs> at a farm, though, because my cats have had fleas before. Oh, yeah. But no, I'm actually <laughs> working for a local bike share company. Really? Yeah. Well, that's right up your alley. What's the name of the company? Uh, Pittsburgh Bike Share. <laughs> I had to think for a second because, A, I didn't want to divulge where I work, but also because we have two different names. One is like our public name, and then there's another one that's like our actual corporate name. Oh, yeah. Which is confusing. <laughs> is it like a long name or? Well, it's just what I told you, but. Okay, all right. All right, so what, like, what do you do there? Do you just work behind the counter and talk to people about bikes? Uh, well, we don't have a <laughs> counter, per se. We have oh, oh, stations okay. all over the city, and I kind of service them and help customers in person. Oh, really? Like, what do you do? Like, uh, fix their bikes? or? Yeah, so, for example, <laughs> uh, yesterday we discovered that someone is stealing our bike seat clamps, <gasps> so I had to replace those bicycles with other bicycles that had the clamps on them. Oh, did you get down to it? Did you find the perp? Did you find the guy? Uh, no, but I did say that we could have a stakeout at a certain time of the day to catch the people. Yeah. Did you like, were you like a detective? Were you, were you interviewing people? Like going like, when's the last time you saw this guy? Yeah, I was a regular gumshoe. <laughs> I mean, you could be, you're very, you know, you're, uh, when you, when you want something, you get right down to it. You're very, uh. You are like a gumshoe. Ah, see, I don't think that's the way my life has gone, but I appreciate <laughs> the uh, sentiment. Uh, how is that drink, by the way? Is it uh, the San drink? Pinello? San Pellegrino. San Pellegrino. It's a... Pellegrino e Aranixia. I should have just stuck with the name of the drink, but it's pretty good. 
Well, that's good. It was recommended to me by the proprietor of Schwartz Market, the best business on Liberty Avenue. On Liberty Avenue, it's called Schwartz Market? Yeah. Where on Liberty Avenue is that? It's like a block away from Crazy Mocha. Oh, okay. Huh. I've been on Liberty Avenue a lot. I've never seen that. It's the one that has a bunch of plants in front of it. Oh, okay. Well, next time I'm there, I'll have to look for it. Okay. So what are you doing with your life, Alex, besides <laughs> podcasting people? That you've I'm, pack- starting, I'm starting this here. You're my second guest. And by guest. podcasting people, I mean interviewing people. Y- yeah, you're, you're my second guest. Who was your first guest, if I may inquire? Uh, he's, he was a comedian named Lorenzo Del Silvio. Did Del he Silvio. die between when you now and when you interviewed him? No. Oh, because you just said was. He's, oh, well, he's not my guest now. He was no. my guest. Okay. I yeah. thought you meant like... It already know. happened. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's... For all I know, he's perfectly alive and well. That's good. You That's also have to release these episodes in order now. What? You have to release these episodes in that order. Yeah, of course. Because now. Because what are. if you were the, What if we released your episode first? People would just be confused. Yeah. People, people would, would be, be like, pissed. "Who's that guy's name that you just kind of said?" Yeah, Pierce is the first guest. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Do you swear? I do. Really? Not too often. No, not too I often. I get annoyed by people. Like uh, yesterday, one of my coworkers. So, like, we have a van that drives around all day. Yeah. And then we have somebody in the office who kind of gives us guidance. But the person who was giving us guidance doesn't normally do that. Yeah. And she was messaging us way too often. And I was like, <laughs> you don't need to know where we are. Like, every street turn we're making. <laughs> if we're going from, like, Liberty to, say, like, you know, uh, Market Square. Yeah. Just chill out and wait five minutes. We're going to get there. Don't ask us, where are you now? Where are you now? And so, eventually, I had to tell her to fuck off. You told her to fuck off. What'd yeah. she say? Did she go like... She said that was not workplace appropriate, but it was in <laughs> chat form, so <laughs> I don't think that's as bad. Also, I don't care what, like, the, what, what is workplace appropriate and not appropriate. Yeah. People act inappropriate at workplace all the time. Yeah, that's why I got fired. You got so, fired? No, no, that was a joke. Okay. I was going to make another joke, but I won't go there. <laughs> this isn't Fox News. So. Oh. Okay. Now, now we're getting political. Yeah. Are you a political person? Uh, yes. Really? Uh, did you vote in the last election? Or I did. Do you want to admit who you voted for? Or is that yeah, I mean, it's fine. I, I voted for Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> hey, you say that with some bitterness in your voice. I don't want to say bitterness, but it's just not where I prefer to be. But it's yeah. where we are. So Yeah. Were you a Bernie? Sorry, a lot of people in this community are big fans of her, so I don't want yeah. to talk too much smack. I mean, you know, I mean... Your views are your views, so I mean, I don't care. Yeah, Some I voted them. for her too, and honestly, like, I don't, I don't really have a big political knowledge. I just, I didn't like Donald Trump. That was my whole thing. Yeah, that was mine as well. Yeah, I mean, well, I think I have political knowledge, but I didn't yeah, 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 you're a smart guy. Um, were you a Bernie supporter? Um, you know what? I didn't really follow all the facets, but of all the people that I came across, I think his goals and policy proposals were most in line with what my mine were as well so yeah all right yeah because i remember um you like posted something on <laughs> like facebook and it bothered some people yeah like I, I seriously think like maybe like four or five people have either like stopped following me or yeah like unfriended you exactly or, because yeah. i said like some smack against clinton in some capacity yeah and, like, those people, I see them in Pittsburgh because it's a small city, like, and they would walk by my job, and I could be like, hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not going to engage that person. <laughs> but in some ways, I think that's fine because if we're just going to keep agitating each other and we have different 
perceptions views. of reality, yeah. then, you know, what's the point of talking to each other? And it's not like, ooh, we're Facebook friends. I mean, what does that mean? No <laughs> offense, Alex, as another Facebook friend. But. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm madly offended. See, I was joking. Yeah, I see? know. Hey, I got that. Oh, see, you're smarter than me. You could, you could tell when I'm joking. Mm-hmm. But um, We're playing three-dimensional <laughs> chess here in our jokes. <laughs> I move my pawn. That's all the chess terms that I know. Okay, so... But like you know, like Facebook, that is a true thing. Like I'm, I get a little worried about how obsessed I become with social media. Like I check Facebook way too much. Are you good with like the social media? You don't check it. You don't I seem like a guy who try not to. So uh, my therapist suggested this, and also my friend that like, I guess you can look at Facebook, you know, and check it incessantly. At the end of the day, what does that get you? Yeah. It gets yeah. you not much in my mind. Yeah, it makes my head feel numb because I'm just like all I was doing was like like just scrolling through my feed. And I was like, I could be reading a book or doing something. Yeah, like, like you can invest your energy developing skills and interests you have in real life. Yeah. As opposed to either arguing with people that like Hillary Clinton and don't like Bernie Sanders or, <laughs> you know, reading about people's kids. Reading about people's kids. Yeah. Well, you know, because they post on Facebook. Like, oh, oh, yeah. My yeah. Sue is the coolest kid ever. <laughs> like, not to be a grumpy uh, non that, that bothers you? Uh, no, clearly not at all. I mean, <laughs> if I have five friends, clearly all five of their children must be the cutest ever. Yeah. <laughs> the cutest kids in the world. Exactly. I just happen other. to be friends with very attractive people, and so their kids. Share that trait. All your friends are hot who have kids, and then their kids become beautiful kids, and they will grow That's up. That's true. They're all MILFs and DILFs. <laughs> do you tell them that on a daily basis? I do. I, that goes in the wall every day. <laughs> Just Next so to their kid's photo. A quick reminder, you know, you're a MILF. Just letting you know as a Or a DILF. Or, or, or a DILF. Wanna, yeah, no one know. ever says DILF. No one yeah, ever, no, I just made it up, so... <laughs> New trend. It's an underserved market. Dad bod is probably yeah. Dad bod. That doesn't really thing. imply. But I think like dad bod means like you have like a gut. Yeah. So we're both dads in that respect. Yeah. No offense. No. Oh well, I am fat, but you know. I want to say that. Uh, I, I have a gut. Body I have a gut, but I'm like I'm not embarrassed to admit it. But like uh, I don't go up to other like fat people and go like, hey, what's up, fatty? Because you know other people like are sensitive and also no one wants to be to just point out like point out their weight. Or if like they're fat, or yeah. Just, like, I always just walk skip. up to people and p- point out their physical attributes. <laughs> That's what you're known for. Yeah, yeah. here's pointing out physical attributes, Johnson. <laughs> and all your friends are hot, and you know. You That's live. why I do it. So yeah. <laughs> um. <sighs> Okay, that was funny. That was you're a funny guy. I can't help you. Make yeah, me laugh. Yeah, well, I feel like it's because our like both of our awkwardness just kind of ramps up our joke making. Yeah, it's like a train. We have to slow it back down and get grounded again. <laughs> yeah, we're losing yeah. this scene. I Alex. tend to, like when whenever I have been in awkward situations, I make way too many dumb jokes. But I like making dumb jokes. I do as well. It's, it's my. It's that's my how thing. we met. So yeah, that's sure. how that's how we bonded. Um, when's the last time you did improv? Because that's how we met. I it's mean, been a long time. Will you ever go back, or you just done? You just don't want to. Um, I could consider going back. I've just been pretty busy, and yeah. I guess uh, I don't know. I'd have to reinvest myself. Like I'd probably have to take classes. Yeah. Like the great classes that are available at Unplanned Comedy Warehouse. Oh yes, yes. Starting at the time, 
that's in the show notes of this show, I'm assuming. <laughs> the show will premiere way later than the classes you're talking about started. But well, they want to know that. They're, they're great just, classes. Just the, that's just, what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> just a shameless plug, but... I mean, were you only in Always Be Sharp? Was that just your one team? No, I was in Always Be Sharp, and I was in another team I don't remember the name of. Oh, really? You yeah. just completely forgot? Was it a long-form team? Or what was? Uh, it was a musical team. Oh, a musical I team. I guess that's uh. long-form, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, kind of. M- musical long-form. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I've heard that. Was it another Steel City team? or? Yeah, they were both at Steel City. Yeah. I wish I could remember the name of them. Always yeah. Be Sharp. Arp. Yeah. What was the other one? Uh, memory <laughs> lost like lost. tears and rain oh uh, rutger hair are you I, excited for blade runner 2 uh, i am when does that come out like in a couple days uh, uh well or it's gonna be way past when this episode premieres but uh you don't have to keep saying that about everything we <laughs> <laughs> i want to it's my fault i drank i drank it way past when it comes out <laughs> Pierce, how about I want to do it, all right? It's my podcast, okay? Okay, I'll stop trying to be uh, <laughs> controlling. <laughs> if you could do that for me, that I would greatly appreciate it. All right, so when did this movie come out? <laughs> uh, this Friday. Friday of this week that we're talking. So that's way later than when this podcast... <laughs> yeah, way it's, later than when this podcast... It's in the cheap seats by the time you're listening to this yeah. audience and all. Yeah, like someone who didn't know that and who's going to listen to this way later when this comes out, they're going to be like, wait a minute, that movie is already on DVD or... It's not in theaters right now. Blu-ray. <laughs> and we're gonna say that at the end of it. Yeah. So, yeah, I really like Blade Runner, and I think some people do not, and they're wrong. Oh, what? Uh, why don't? Okay, I'm trying to word this question. Why don't you think they like it? What is it about? I think maybe the characters' experiences do not resonate with the people that don't like it. That is my guess. I haven't yeah. listened to the critiques of Blade Runner, so I can't say for sure. I'm just immediately like, you don't like Blade Runner. You do not have a good opinion. Without <laughs> it is, a, it is opinion. a great movie. It's like a masterpiece. Yeah, why do you like it, if I may inquire? Um, really? The number one, uh, the first time I saw I've only watched it twice, but the first time I saw it, I went to Row House Cinema with my brother. So I just saw it on like on a big screen. So uh, really, like visually, that's like the first thing that caught my eye. Like how it looked blew my mind. And... Um, yeah, visually, it's stunning. And also, like, the book it was based on, uh, I forget the author, like, Philip K. Roth, I think. Uh, Dick. Dick. Okay, wow. Alrighty. Assuming we're getting that right, I'm going to be embarrassed <laughs> if we're wrong. Philip but. Dick's family, don't uh, send me letters, but um, Philip Dick, I heard that he, like... Why do sheep... Why do robot... Do robots dream of electric sheep? <laughs> That's the title of the book. Yeah. Um, I, I heard he loved the movie. Like, he thought it was like, oh, this is perfect. This is how I envisioned my book. But yeah, like visually is what it caught my eye first. Mm. And there's so many great scenes like that, uh, like Tears and Rain scene is fantastic. Uh, yeah, did you, and for, for, the, for the, those among you who are not big Blade Runner fans, there's a part I like about that scene as well where you almost miss it, but Harrison Ford as a Blade Runner, he's hanging over like a 50-story building and this android is holding him up with one arm Yeah, and he's about to let him go. And then Harrison Ford spits on him, like, fuck you, man. And then the robot decides to save him because he still has this, like, gumption and determination and, like, you know, asserting his own kind of viewpoint, even at the last minute, on the face of death. Yeah. So I really like that. Yeah. It's really nice. So I don't know what's going to happen with this movie. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, it's getting... 
It's uh, fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's I don't know. It's getting good reviews, but I like I have to see it for myself. So I also really like the soundtrack for Blade Runner. Oh, Vangelis. Oh, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> now let's stay completely quiet. Yeah, and just let that sink in. Coca-Cola commercial. Yeah. That's my uh, rendition of Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. It, it was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I could close my eyes and I could picture a Coca-Cola commercial with Van Gellis. Also, they have bicycles in the movie, so. I in Blade that. Runner? Yeah. And the part, they're like in the, like Chinatown or something, and there's bicycles riding through with those umbrellas that have like LEDs on them. Yeah. So. Wow. I do not, I do not remember. That's a very specific detail. Yeah, well, you know. If you're into bicycles, you. Oh yeah. I yeah. don't know what your passions are. Maybe they're being later on as well. What are your passions? <laughs> I could answer that. Question. I, I like. Uh, Do you like two noodles? Because two noodles. That's in Blade Runner. Oh okay. Uh, I don't know. I like music. I don't know. I mean, if uh, Blade Runner that one of the characters was hosting a podcast, I would like to notice that. Uh, okay. Well, there yeah. is a scene where they're in like a strip club and it has like weird music in it. Yeah. Is that when he gets attacked by the where he's like chasing the one dancer down? Uh, it's before that, but yeah. yeah. This Crap. has been Blade Runner cast. <laughs> Blade, Blade Runner commentary. Yeah. Okay. We're doing yeah. a minute by minute Blade Runner podcast. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the last time we were together? Uh, was that at my house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was helping you. I just remember it was the day of the Oscars. <laughs> And I was in a really crabby mood. Damn. I don't, I don't know why. Cause I think you didn't get enough sleep. That was part I of the I didn't problem. get enough sleep. I had to be at your house at 10 a.m. I don't know why. I was like, oh, it's so early. Jeez, 10 a.m. <laughs> I was helping you like pull out weeds. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and you're like talking to me about very interesting stuff, just about like life in general. We went to Chipotle. Yeah. After we had a nice meal mm-hmm. and a nice talk. But I felt bad that I was crabby and uh, annoyed. I didn't remember you being crabby. I just remembered that you're... you're I think you were just tired. That's all. Yeah, I'll yeah say. I was just tired. Yeah, yeah, but I, I felt bad because uh, you know you're a nice guy. I didn't want to. I've been holding that grudge against you for the last year. <laughs> the weeds are still there, Alex. <laughs> I didn't help you at all. Yeah, my I, my business has been ruined. I, I screwed you over. Yeah. One small setback, and I never got back on track. Okay, so you're done growing vegetables. Ah, uh, not quite. So actually, what happened was okay. my sister, nephew, and niece suddenly moved in with me. With like very short notice, so then my focus kind of changed to taking care of them and getting them settled. Yeah, and so I totally abandoned the farm essentially. That's oh, okay. my excuse, anyways. Alrighty, are they but still living with you, or they are? Yeah. All right. How's that whole living situation going? Is it all right, or um, it has its challenges. Yeah, 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 yeah. It has, has its rewards, I suppose, as well. So. It's a crowded, it's a crowded situation. Yeah, I also remember you saying I had a small house, which I still <laughs> find amusing. <laughs> you I have, do a have a two-story, a two-story. Four room house, and I was one person at the time. And Alex was like, "Man, this house is so small." <laughs> Did you fix that shower? I had a bedroom for each cat, but you know, yeah. no, that shower is still as rudimentary as it was before. Yeah. But <laughs> my uh, niece called it like a dungeon or something recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you like, "Hey, that's not nice." No, I mean she's like eight, so I'm not really gonna. <laughs> it's like, hey, you gonna mess with my basement? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, she's partially right. It does have yeah, like, brick de- walls and stuff. So. Yeah, it's definitely a dungeon vibe. I thought we could have a comedy show on there as well because what? of the, the brick back back wall. You know? Oh, yeah, you got to do a stand-up show. Yeah. See, that was good. I, I, I totally know. I could do a lot of potty humor. 
<laughs> See, th- now I knew you were joking. I could totally tell what was going on. Okay, but I think I, I wanted to ask you about it. I, this is actually the things I had in my mind where I wanted okay. to talk to you. When you were, did the whole like farmer's market thing, were you like really close with everyone you're in the farmer's market with? Uh, no, I mean, not really. Uh, really? You never like hung out after a farmer's market day? And we're like, yeah, hey, we just popped g-? open some carrots. And, <laughs> like, hey, do you guys want to go grab a carrot? Or like, do you guys want to like uh, go grab a... Uh, like a vitamin water or like no, a... I mean it's not like an improv team. <laughs> oh really? Everyone kind of just goes like, okay. This yeah. Is well, fun. some people they come from far away. And oh, if they're farmers. Yeah. They may have been working all day and they have a really busy, long work schedule, which doesn't have to be that way. But I think the current farming that's done in most cases ends up being that way. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you're probably just tired and want to go home and sleep. <laughs> so yeah, and I worked at a night farmers market too, so I think it was from like six to eight. Yeah. So you're kind of tired, and it's Friday, so it's the end of the week, so you probably just burn out and want to go. Go home? And rest, yeah. Were you ever like, hey, come on, guys. You know, we're all, like, hanging out here. Can we just, like, no. do, do something? A lot of farmers are older, too. So oh. there's more <laughs> older farmers. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. The guy who's, like, 50 on his corn truck, I'm not like, hey, you want to go do a podcast? <laughs> Talk about corn? Yeah, there's cool people there, and there's things you can learn from them. But yeah, maybe ever. I should, that's a good idea. If I get back into it. And I'll say, hey, let's go down to the Taco Bell block away and get some Baja Blasts. Baja, oh, I used to love Baja Blasts. This podcast has been sponsored by Taco Bell. Oh. People love Taco Bell. I haven't eaten it in years, but yeah, Baja Blast. Are there, are there vegetarian options at Taco Bell? There are, and there's a vegan, op- vegan options as well, which is where I'm at. So A vegan. Oh, vegan's like very strict. Uh, I, still, I wouldn't define it as that, but you could say that. Vegan's like you don't even have like um, milk. Or no, or cheese? No cheese. Really? It's made with milk, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Soy cheese, tapioca-based cheese. Is that good? No, it's awful. (laughs) Now that was a joke. If you (laughs) if you eat it all the time, you know anything is just uh, what your experience is. This whole podcast is getting you ready to do your stand-up routine. Yeah. You go up on stage and go like soy milk, tapioca, cheese, and the crowd erupt in laughter. It's it's terrible. Like, <laughs> so wait, what was the um? What was the? So you just wanted to know if I hang out with other farmers? Yeah, yeah. I was was curious. Like, uh, actually, like there was another farmer who worked at, for uh, Grow Pittsburgh, and I did actually get drinks with him. Well, you so, got like beer. Yeah. Oh, really? I think I just had tasters because I don't drink that much, but I bought him a beer. What'd you have? A taster, which is a small size of alcohol. Oh, it's like a little glass. Yeah, the uh, brew gentleman. Oh yeah, um, it's like a sample. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. I can't really drink more than that. Like, the flavor taste of it is not, you know. Yeah. you can't, Is is it because you get drunk easily or you just can't stand the taste? No, yeah, I, just, I just don't care for the taste. Yeah, it's you another don't thing that's taste. an acquired taste. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are your, what are your drinks of choice? Coke. Co- oh, yeah. You're, uh, I don't know why I said that. Like, oh, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, you're a Coca-Cola guy. Do that's you like true. Pepsi? Not especially. Oh, really? What's the What's the beef? Just doesn't taste as good. <laughs> Thought there was gonna be a deep reason. No, yeah, well, it's like I grew up with soda and Coke specifically. So you know, it's like anything else. If you grew up with it, then your experiences are uh, changed by that. Yeah. So if you grew up drinking one thing, you just drink it for life. If you get a bank account at one bank when you're you know 15, you're gonna have that bank for the rest of your life, et cetera, et cetera. Is that true with you? Are you still at the same bank? Actually, I'm not. I got a credit union, but oh, yeah. to some is extent that, I was. Is that so supposed to be better? Or? It is supposed to be, but it's not always. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, what's bad about a credit union? 
Um, like if you overdraft, they're still gonna charge you thirty dollars or whatever. Oh really? Yeah. Like if you like go like negative, mm-hmm. they still charge you. Yeah. Has that happened to you? Or? It has. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> do you get Do you get mad? Do you? Yeah, I do. It's not nice being uh, a pauper. Yeah. Especially when you're like you know, well, this is, this is going to political talk again, but yeah. yeah. My advice to you, uh, younger Alex, would be to budget your money and save it so you don't have to do that. Yeah. Only spend what you absolutely have to. It's the way my therapist thinks about it as well. Yeah. As I'm drinking my $2 San Pellegrino in front of me. Oh, yeah. yeah. See? That's, uh, that's cheap. Not of the joke. This is a very expensive soda. Oh, really? Relative to the possible sodas you can drink. So. Well, yeah. I uh, wanted to treat myself. Uh, I drink uh, sparkling water a lot, like LaCroix. Mm-hmm. I love LaCroix. That's it can get expensive. Yeah. Because I buy like like two 12-packs. So uh, <laughs> what does LaCroix mean? Do you know? No, I have no idea. Okay, I was just going to try to transition to something more eloquently. But uh, So what are you doing with your life right now, Alex? Unrelated. <laughs> oh, really? You no, you're going to ask me the questions. Uh, like I'm trying to do this. I'm performing here every Thursday. Um, at the I'm playing comedy players night with my team. Unwelcome guests. Uh, trying to work. Like I got this job. Um, being like an aide for like schools and like their special needs programs. I did one shift of it last week, just like a half day, and like I don't know. I don't know if I, uh, it was just like being in a school situation or like, but like, I just did not like dig it. I, I was not into it, like being an aide mm. at like the school. And then like, I tried an interview with this other job and then that just failed. So now I'm going back to that. So I'm working there. You're just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a baby. And like, I'm, I'm doing, like, it's a nice thing, you know, like helping being an aide at these schools, but like, I'd rather be doing something else. Like, I'd rather have another job. Like what? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I could talk about dream jobs, but, you know. Yeah, why not? Talk about your dreams instead of (laughs) things that suck. (laughs) I mean, I've always wanted to be, uh, I don't know, perform comedy. Like, uh, get paid for doing it. That's a big get. Yeah, that's a big get. I don't know, be a comedy writer, even though. Who would think? I'm at an interview with a podcast at a comedy warehouse place, and... The guy who's interviewing me wants to be a comedian. Yeah, uh, I know. It's crazy. Or like be an interviewer. I I really like talking to people. So. Oh, okay, cool. Well, that's good you're developing those skills and talking to me. Yeah, so that is what I'm trying to do here. I'm, uh, uh, I just read this book that's called, I believe it's called Road Trip Nation, the Get It Together Guide of something in your life. But uh, Road Trip Nation is basically a series on PBS yeah. where adults like young adults travel around the country and they interview people who are doing things they're interested in okay you might appreciate that yeah i'm trying to read more too like i just realized like my whole life i've never been into reading so i'm trying to read but i'm still really lazy with it like mm. there were times where i'm just not into doing it at all and then i have to like go back a couple pages and like remember what i just read i don't know like i'm reading this book on elvis costello have you ever listened to elvis costello Probably, but his songs do not ring a bell. I can't be like, oh, that's his number one song. You know? <laughs> Look him up. He's, uh, he's awesome. But uh, I don't know. I, I want to read more up on music because I love music. Uh, I really want to start reading up on history. Because like, I got nothing out of like 
school, but like uh, I would like to like learn more about history. Do you know anything about history? Like what I are do, you but it's funny when you say that because Why? it's like <laughs> What's you so want funny to start saying? reading about history. Just get a book and do it. Yeah. Well, I want to finish this book I'm reading oh. on Elvis Costello. Okay. And then, because I don't want to read multiple books at once. I, I don't I, know if you knew this, Alex. You can check out multiple books at a time at the library. Yeah, I know that, Pierce. Oh, God. Now, now this is your smart-ass side. Oh, this is... Uh-oh. Five yeah. minutes in or whatever it's been. <laughs> I think it's been more than five minutes. Nah, I'm probably bad. I have like 20 books I'm reading at once. Oh, really? Or not reading it. So you're a big reader? Um, I'd like to think so, but in time, every week, no. No. But do you you like to read? I do like to read. Yeah, like what do you like to read? I science fiction. Um, a little bit, yeah, not too much though. I've well, been like, reading more stuff, like self help kind of stuff or oh, nonfiction stuff. Nonfiction. Yeah, yeah, like I got a book about uh, Denmark. Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> Why Denmark? Um, because they have a lot of cycling infrastructure. Oh, and they have okay. a cool socialized country. So in my mind, I am interested in moving to Denmark. But recently, I also thought I wanted to move to Sweden. And then I talked to a woman who lived in Sweden for two years, and she said it was cold and the people were not nice. particularly friendly. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe Sweden is a good idea. <laughs> I should read about the culture before I decide I want to move to that culture. Why Sweden? What attracted you to Sweden? Um, again, I think they're a socialized country, so they have yeah. more socialized services, which is nice. They have more cycling infrastructure. Yeah. So. That was it because it was just big on like cycling and yeah. socialized and right. you're like, oh, I can picture myself living there. And then that person like crushed you and you're like, oh, okay, maybe not. Yeah. My dream was <laughs> taken away by one person's viewpoint. <laughs> Clearly it was a strong dream, but. Yeah. But like, where do you want to live? I want to live somewhere where it's affordable. Um, there's a focus on communities that are easily accessible by walking or cycling. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. Really? Yeah. Just cheap and more cheap and accessible. Cheap and accessible to like ride your bike everywhere. Yeah, and, and you know, yeah. probably having like culture is important too. Yeah. Imagine all the things you want in a city. That's what I want. Yeah. Like, uh, what what don't you like about Pittsburgh? Uh, well, I would say that the our challenges in Pittsburgh are it's not especially friendly for cycling, which is changing. Things are more spread out, and it's Can not I be honest with you? I, I've gotten annoyed at bike riders when I've driven when I've driven in Pittsburgh and they're not in the bike lane. Well, I think the way the city is set up is just not especially uh, enjoyable for anybody. Yeah. So. I also I mean, have, I, like, drivers, like, gone mad at you and, like, told you, like, to fuck off? Oh, yeah, certainly. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you say something bad to them, or were you just like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the bigger man? That depends know. on the day. but Oh, yeah. really? But I also drive around the city all day for work. Oh, so, you drive? Yeah. I get the experience from both perspectives. Yeah. And the my end c- conclusion is that it's just awful doing commuting around a place that's not designed for commuting around. Yeah. It's not fun. No. And yeah. we have a short life. I don't want to be spending a lot of my life commuting around an annoying place. Yeah. I mean, most people, well, I don't know about most people, but I think a lot of people commute, say, half an hour, an hour a day. Yeah. That's two hours of your life every day. That's 10 hours of your life every week. You know, Damn. 42 weeks a year. That's so much time you're just spending going from two places that you essentially accomplish nothing. 
yes, you can listen to music or you can do whatever else yeah. while you're doing it. But still, that's just so much of your life that's gone away. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, uh, when I've driven past rush hour traffic on the parkway, I kind of, like, go, like, fuck, I don't want to do that. I don't want to sit there in traffic five days a week. Yeah, it's like that scene in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. you're familiar with that. But. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while, but, yeah. Or, uh, um, was it, wait, there was a traffic scene in that movie? Well, there was a scene where I think where people were going to work, and they're on the bus, and they're kind of just nodding their head. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just kind of numbing. Just like some people have to do it because they need to make money and they have to go work these jobs. They have to drive downtown. But every time I see that, I just well, go, I think fuck it's, it. I, it would think just it's drive me crazy. I think it's it's uh, in some cases, I think people may need to do it. But I also think there's a lot of opportunities for people to look at what they need to do and how that can have. There's some flexibility. Like if you look at your life and only see two options. Maybe there's a third option if you give it a fresh perspective. Yeah. And some of the choices you have to make may not be easy choices, but I think ultimately they'll be more rewarding. So, like, I actually left my job at CCAC, which I was not finding rewarding, to try to get a different job in a different field to find, you know, if I was going to like it more. And I think that's a risk more people should take if they are just kind of mind-numbingly going back and forth to work. Yeah. So and I should have learned that at CCAC a long time ago because I think, like, the first job I had was at the office of college services and like Monday morning at eight o'clock people were like, Oh, I can't wait till Friday. It's like, what the fuck are you here for? You have five <laughs> days to go. You're going to be miserable the next 40 hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those jokes were really annoying. Yeah. Like I attempted at a um, office for like a little over a year. Uh, I was just like, go like in August and there was, o- I was quiet cause I had like nothing to talk about. And like a lot, you should ask the people, what kind of soda people drink? Oh, yeah. They'll definitely like uh, make strong friendships. Yeah. Like, oh, like uh, Cherry Coke? Oh, my God. I used to love Cherry Coke. The purple cans? <laughs> See, now, now, now this is just going to be the end of our friendship. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to end our friendship after you talk too long after a, a small callback I made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that pissed you off. Yeah. See, now we're derailed. Where were we? <laughs> You had a bad job and a temp, a bad temp job. Oh, yeah. It was just like, it was this company that made hard hats, and I just did data entry. And a lot of it like was like, oh, I can't wait for the weekend. I'm so happy it's Friday. It was like that almost every week. It depresses me to think of the millions upon millions upon millions of people that have that existence. Yeah. But we can't change the world. We can only control ourselves. So yeah. I encourage you to keep fighting for jobs that you find enriching. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, I like to make more money, but eh, I don't know. Like, I I just don't want to do that nine to five drive downtown because it, it just really does numb me. I just go, oh, that is so depressing. And for the listeners at home, Alex lives in Monroeville, right? Yeah, I live in Monroeville. So that's a pretty awful commute, I would imagine. Yeah, but you can probably find boring, annoying jobs in Monroeville too, right? Yeah, I mean, and like that job, that, that temp job I was telling you about was in Murraysville, so that was only like a fifteen minute mm. drive. So. It was not bad, but just, I don't know, just seeing that just makes me feel depressed, just kind of like, oh, that has to suck. Just doing that, like, well, basically what you just said, I'm just going to repeat what you just said, just doing that twice for five days your whole life. Yeah, I think um, in the book I was reading that I previously mentioned, it kind of had this idea of you are essentially what you do. So if you go to a job you hate, and then you go home, and then you watch an episode of like Game of Thrones or something, and then you go to sleep... That is essentially 
who you are. So if you, even if you're in a job you don't like, you could still use whatever minuscule free time you have left and invest that in developing talents you're more interested in. So like in your case, making podcasts or doing comedy work. Yeah. But it's really tempting to just go the easy route and just go home and watch Game of Thrones and then fall asleep. And that's just the, the life you commit to. You don't talk to anybody. You just go home, have something to eat, watch your TV show, go to bed, then repeat the the rest of the week. Yeah, and that's how you become sad and lonely and depressed. Yeah. And then like when the weekend comes, you're like, oh, I'm too tired to do anything. Then it just gets sad. Yeah. Like sometimes like I I'm not a complete introvert. I like to go out and do stuff. But like if I just stayed at home every day, I like there are times where like I want to be home, but there are times where I just go like I think like I just need to get the fuck out. I need to go out and do something. Yeah. Or I'm just going to drive myself crazy. I get like cabin fever. I just kind of just go like, "Oh, I just need to do something." Even like if it's just like driving around. I wouldn't advise that, but <laughs> why? I'm <laughs> uh, just thinking about like the environmental aspects. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. Jeez, just, Alex. Just blowing out all that gas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could have cycled around. Cycle around. Uh, I'm too fat. <laughs> Do you like... Is it a struggle for you to... <laughs> I said that, that was very displeasing to you. <laughs> I just mentioned I was too fat to... No, I don't ride know. A bike well, around. I don't like to hear you being uh, self-deprecating. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, that's not me being so... I'm, like, I'm not like... Like so like oh I'm like so fat I'm like yeah I'm just fat like I'm just I'm just lazy but I'm not like that's another myself, put down of yourself I'm not though. putting myself well okay it's not like like oh I'm so pathetic it was just me just going like I I am lazy I have no problem admitting that I'm lazy it's not like I'm putting myself down I'm just kind of like yeah I am lazy I mean like I could do stuff but like oh, I'm just lazy I mean riding a bike w- is an amazing way to get in shape yeah. Yeah, but like, um, I'm just too lazy to do it. So could, I might try to change the topic again, if you don't mind. Yeah. This is Sorry. kind of an improv Sorry. as well. I yeah. think one of the things I used to always try for was to go to like deeper topics, which sometimes got me in trouble. But Like what, uh, uh, like what give examples, like what'd you do? Uh, I once tried to do a scene about racism where okay. one of my <laughs> teammates said, yeah. like you people, and he was a person of color, and then I was like, what do you mean, you people? And I was trying to do like a reverse scene where I was a person of color and he was a white guy. And it was really confusing. And the person who was doing our music was like, nope, I'm not going to start a song with that as your premise. <laughs> and I felt really bad about it. Just did you get I notes like, oh, about it after the show? Why did I, like, I think I just like, I was so full of hubris that I thought I could pull it off. Well, maybe a lot of people kinda, thought that you're like, uh, no one knew that you're trying to be the person of color and that person was the white guy. A lot of people thought like, oh, whoa, what do you mean, you people? Like A lot of people thought like you're an offended white person. You ever think that? Or? Yeah, it could be, but the scene yeah. didn't take off because the person who was doing the music <laughs> knew that was going to be an issue and didn't go there. You're like, nope, so, not going to do uh, it. Thank you, James Russian. That was a good call. <laughs> it's very smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, have you ever had like stuff talked about you in the community? Have you ever felt like... Uh, perhaps, but I also think, and this actually is a topic I did want to segue to, which is that I think when I first got into the improv community, I had mental health issues that were not dealt with. And I think that leads to like paranoia and anxiety and you think things are happening that they're not. So like little things that we think about get ramped up in our mind. Yeah. And then you think about them like, you know, a year later, like let's say 
some guy said, hey, come out with these weeds, and you, you did a bad job of pulling them, and then you think about it a year later, like, ah, oh, I did a half-assed job pulling those weeds. <laughs> but in reality, nobody gives a shit, you know? Yeah. I know, but, like, uh, I can definitely relate to that. That's something I'm working on right now. I go to therapy myself, and a lot of things my therapist tells me is just, like, you know, you're, you're in your head way too much. Like, you know. Yeah, I think I started taking, like, generic Zoloft, and between that and therapy, those two things cut down on that, like, probably 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, even, like, couple months ago i used to worry so much about like the clicks mm-hmm. of the community i used to be like oh like i why i can't get into these clicks no one like talks to me after shows and then like it doesn't bother me that much anymore i kind of just go like you know i would like to talk to more people in the community but i'm not gonna like force myself into a group of people just because i think they're cool or anything you know just people will gravitate to towards who they want to gravitate towards and like, I, I just don't want to drive myself crazy with that kind of stuff anymore, so. Yeah, I think you have a stronger mind than me, because I, I was just imagining, like, the Charlie Brown music, like, da, da, da. You ever watch Arrested uh, uh, Development? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they do that every time the character gets sad, they put their head down and walk oh, away, yeah. and the music plays. Yeah, so I think... Oh. I don't want to get sued by the Charlie Brown yeah, music yeah. company. There were some people <laughs> That's what the in the community called. that were fighting against the cliques and did a very good job of being inclusive of all people in the community. Yeah. Like... I think Ben Amiri, uh, Ashley McKinley, Karen Forney, those are all people that seem to gravitate towards these people. And I think that's a good idea because it encourages more people to stay in the community and not kind of just fizzle out. Can you, well, can you repeat that again? Sorry, there was a noise Which in the part? background. Yeah. Repeat what part? <laughs> what you just said. Oh, just that there are some members of the community that seem to have either just an innate ability or a goal of being more inclusive of the kind of fringe people in the outside of the community. Yeah. And do you like that or? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't I like that? <laughs> we should be less inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's good. Like people, uh, I don't know. I just, I just don't want that to, at one point I just kind of went like, I don't want this to like run my whole life. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You shouldn't let it run your life. Yeah. But at the same just time, I think crazy. it is good if you have like a feeling of connection and community with other people. Yeah. Especially if you're spending, you know, every night of the week or three nights a week or four nights a week at doing the same thing. Yeah. And also like it makes you what I've noticed, like it makes you like be fake. Like you kind of act like someone you're not. And I've I done that a lot in my that. life and I kind of just go no. like, wow, that's bad. I think people just see me for who I am and they make their choice. <laughs> I like that. talking to you. Thank you. Yeah. You're an interesting guy. Uh, I, got, I mean, is there anything else you want to bring up? Anything else on your mind? I mean... Well, I'm still just curious. What What is the goal of this podcast? Uh, I mean, I really want to get better at interviewing people. I really want to bring uh, my curiosity back. Because, like, when I was younger, I used to, like, ask people questions all the time. I used to be really curious about it. Then, like, like a lot of people made me feel guilty about doing that. So, like, I really suppressed it. So, like, I really want to bring up my curiosity again in human beings, mm. so. I got a book from my first grade teacher, and yeah. she had an inscription, and she was like, keep asking questions, and you'll be the president of the United States. <laughs> Do you want to be president of the United States? Uh, no, not especially. I would um, watch that State of the Union. As a community it. college quasi-dropout, I'm a little off that path. Yeah, so. same here. I would watch your State of the Union. Thank you. Maybe I should do one next year. We could do one together. <laughs> you can be like one side of it and I'll be the other side. It'll be beautiful. 
I don't. I really want to do that. Let's do a State of the Union. Let's call C-SPAN. Okay, you're gonna have to get better at politics though between now oh, and God, November. Okay, maybe not. Whenever uh, I don't know. If, just January, I think. <laughs> by January. Alrighty. Well, I want to thank you so much for doing this. Uh, okay, I'm trying to think of any last cool parting words. Yeah. Uh, since this is, this seems like, nah, I don't know. Woody's a cool guy. I'll say that. Yeah, Woody is a cool guy. Yeah, and we're not saying this because he's in the room right now. Yeah, I wish no. he would wear <laughs> pants during interviews, though. But oh. other than that, inappropriate. That That's a bad so, joke I made yeah. a long time ago. Woody without uh, pants. See, now we're feeling self-conscious because Woody's <laughs> locked in the room and sitting next to us. Yeah, Woody's a great guy, but uh, I want to thank you so much for doing this. And uh, do you have any last words? or? Uh, just encourage people to keep following their interests and develop them. And don't just sit home and slack off and watch TV. Yeah. See, that's good advice. That's really smart. And I'm going to try to do that myself. Not be so lazy. Alrighty. Okay, Alex, I'll talk to you in a year. <laughs> See you in a year. Okay. Right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure to go on to unplannedcomedy.com to check out shows that are happening in the near future. And also, I'll plug myself. Uh, I am in the team Unwelcome Guest, and uh, my team does a show with uh, my dog Carl every Thursdays at 8 p.m. It's a free show. I'm playing comedy. Go check the calendar, see all the other great shows, and uh, go check out the podcast. There's other great podcasts out there like um, In Tune, Garrett Teitelbaum's podcast. It's nice to see he's working. Uh, Food Weirdos. Yeah, check all that stuff out. Uh, my podcast. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And for the love of God, please take it easy. You have been listening to Unplanned Comedy Pods, a podcast collective.